This podcast is sponsored by iTunes. Go to CheapSeatReviews.com, click on the iTunes banner, and purchase anything you want. Movie, audiobook, soundtrack to this movie, and a small portion of that will go directly to our podcast. Mr. Michael Jennings, under the terms of your non-disclosure agreement, you are considered never to have been an employee. You also understand that all your work is the intellectual property of Nexum Computers. Uh, I never worked here. I never saw anybody. I never was here. I got it. My paycheck ready? Ding. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that is scraping the bottom of the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode as we can get. Right. This is episode 76, and today we are talking about Paycheck. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Chad, still uses a VCR, Evans. Oh, crap, my microphone wasn't on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to mute it every time you do your intro because, you know, of, you know, stuff. Right. Giggles. Money. Giggles and things. Giggles. Uh, so, uh, so ch- hi! <laughs> Damn. Chad still uses a VCR Evans. Yeah, it's great to be here. And uh, I'll have you know that the Betamax is really going to take the place of the VCR. It's the way of the future. Future, future, future. In 2003. Okay. Cornelius, bad CGI uh, dove, Logan. So, John Woo apparently had a uh, guest spot in this movie. Uh, I was a fan. He directed it. Did he really? No, he didn't. This is is a John Woo film. Hence the dove. Yeah, he's got a dove in there. Hence the dove, the Mexican standoff, the slow. uh, This is a uh, John Woo film. Who well, can? I'll be damned. I should have. I should have read IMDb. <laughs> Carry or, on. Or or the opening credits to the movie. I don't watch that. Oh, okay, that's fine. Sam remembers things in third person vector. The Titans. I don't remember much. In fact, this is the first podcast I ever remember doing. <laughs> you've, you've swapped my mind for the past year and a half, and and I don't remember what happened. Uh, okay. Well, you are a total don't gentleman look in your the entire time. <laughs> We do have a special guest tonight. We, oh, well, okay. Uh, this is this is, again. It's a podcast. It's not video, so it's not going to be funny. I think it's hilarious. Well, of course you do because you've had several beers, and we think it's funny because we can <laughs> see you on Skype. But no one else listening is going to find your weird affectation. Affectation. Ben Affleck with an Australian accent from Austria. Evening, boys. It's Ben. I can't wait to come talk to you about this movie. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, ladies and gentlemen. If this is your first episode, I'm sorry. If you are still with us, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Jennifer and I are happy to be a part of this podcast tonight. <laughs> Jennifer, give me a beer. Okay, honey. 
I really don't know what's happening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. That's all I can say. Um, right, right, right. So this is 2003's uh, Payback. Paycheck. Uh, paycheck. <laughs> uh, Chad should be very well familiar with this movie, as he's probably watched it three times now in the last two weeks. I don't remember them. <laughs> that's, that's because, that's because <laughs> Sam shot your brain with a laser and... Because that's how it works, because physics. Because physics. Yeah. <laughs> because science. Well, before we get into all of the bad that is this movie, let's let Catherine say some nice things. Paycheck. What seemed like a breezy idea for an engineer to net him millions of dollars leaves him on the run for his life and piecing together why he's being chased. A breezy idea. That that read is as bad as the movie. Um, <laughs> So yeah, this is 2003's Paycheck. This is the time of Ben Affleck's career when he was doing the worst <laughs> things ever. Absolutely. Um, this was a low point of his career. He he's coming off the high of such uh, movies as uh, and I uh, Dogma, which was actually pretty good, and and Armageddon was was whatever. Wasn't he also in uh, not Hunt for Red October, the one one with Ben? Yeah, with yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt Damon. Um, Ben Stiller? No, no, hold on. No, this, they're Boston boys. He's really smart. Oh, oh Robin uh, Williams was in it. Goodwill, uh, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. As Chucky. Yeah. Um, His Chucky. Uh, yeah, he was he was wicked smart. Yeah, wicked smart. Wicked Mall smart. rats chasing Amy. Glory days. He's done some good stuff. Obviously, he was in Taste and Confused. Also, and that really and, awesome Marvel movie that one time. Well, I was getting to that point. So then he did <laughs> Reindeer Games, and then he does. Oh, I met my wife on that movie. He, you know, he did. Um, so he does Pearl Harbor. Honey, put that movie in the VCR. Let's watch it again. And, and he we was in uh, Jay and, and Silent Bob Strike Back as Ben Affleck. Yes. Um, <laughs> but Pearl Harbor, I think, was kind of the downfall because then he does changing lanes which is where he gets angry at samuel jackson which isn't really a good idea and then he oh, does it's not that bad of a movie he does uh some uh some of all fears which is okay i actually kind of like yeah and then he you does see baltimore explode yeah and then he does daredevil uh... which everyone hated and then he does geely which was terrible oh, <laughs> and then he does paycheck which yeah. we'll talk about and you then... mean payback uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, and then he doesn't really get to get good again until the town. Two thousand. Which town? It's just called the town. And then he does Argo, and then Runner Runner. And he directed Runner Argo Runner. too, so he did. And, you, and uh, he's in. Of course, he's also in Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice, which, according to IMDb, is in post production. And he's also going to be in something called Untitled Batman Reboot, so I guess he's getting his own standalone film. Justice League Part 1 and Part 2 have already been uh, announced. Uh, he's also filming uh, Suicide Squad. So he's going to be pretty busy just in the DC Universe the next few years. Interesting. So he's, he's, he's putting a lot of eggs in that basket. Yeah, and let's Think hope that it's good, because DC is really banking on these movies to be successful. They also hey thought guys. Green Lantern was going to be successful. Yeah, they put Green, yeah, Ryan Reynolds in it. And he wasn't the worst part of that movie. The movie nope. was the, the direction and the set design and the writing. And the glowing-ass mask. The f yeah, heck. I, yeah, I was really dumb that they just CGI'd his whole uniform. I thought that was real dumb. Along with everything else in that movie. The only thing that yep. wasn't dumb in that movie was Blake Lively. And that's because she's hot. But 
That's the only reason. You might why... say she's lively. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Um, no, she is. No. She's very attractive. Incomplete. Um, <laughs> she's more attractive than Uma Thurman. Yeah, actually, I'll, I'll go there. She is way more attractive than Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman, I, I, I find her not really hot, but she's, like, attractive in the way that I know she could kick my ass kind of a thing. So like I re- Blake Lively is the Ferrari to Uma Thurman's Pinto. Oh, wow. No, that's Wow, mean. Sam, that's... No, no. No, it's been waxed. You know, they, they can make Stop it look pretty, it. put Stop some racing it. stripes on it. That's mean. Yeah. No, she's more like... I mean, she's not that. She's still a nice... I'm sure she's a very nice person. I wouldn't kick her out of bed. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't but, know. You know, that's okay. John know. Woo directed this movie. Woo? Uh, Woo? In case you were wondering. Chad, you've made that joke now Woo. like six times and no one's laughing. <laughs> Damn it, someone will laugh at this joke. <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, mostly known for his Chinese uh, the- uh, uh, film. Uh, he comes over here and does Hard Target. And then he does Broken Arrow. Have we done that for this movie, for this podcast? No, we have not. Oh, we, we, we should. And then he does Face Off, which is whatever. And then Mission Impossible 2, which is terrible. And then Wind Talkers, which I actually like. And then Paycheck, um, which is obviously this film. And then he does a bunch of weird stuff. Red Cliff <coughs> and Red Cliff 2 and some other stuff I've never heard of. Um, Red Cliff 3, The Darkening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so that John Woo, he's of course known for doves, doves, and running. Uh, yeah, a little bit, mostly mo- guys on motorcycles, doves, the Mexican standoff, um, uh, the um, what's it called? The uh, not the uh, not the amnesia, but like the surprise on this person. What am I trying to say? You know, like in Mission Impossible too. <clears throat> yeah, not just the reveal, but like. The disguise, like Mission Impossible 2, everybody's wearing a damn mask, you know, and he does the same thing, and uh, the Total Recall, you know, and he did Total Recall, right? No. That's not right. No. No, I didn't think so. Um, it just kind of feels like him for some reason. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> Broken Arrow is the same thing. Like, the bad guy does a flip. He's not who he says he is. Whatever. So that's just kind of another thing that he does. Um, and that, that's okay. He's... I find him interesting, I guess, in most of his action films, but but not this one. So This one falls fairly short. So, Chad. Yes. Uh, this is the part of the podcast where I ask you three and myself, uh, when was the last time you've seen it? Do you think it holds up? What's, what is your initial, what are your initial impressions? Well, like I said last week. <laughs> um, uh, two weeks ago. Last week was Sharknado. Oh, excuse me. Two weeks ago, if you'll recall, <laughs> I said that I had seen the bits and pieces of this film a long time ago. Um, I do remember parts of it. I did remember the ending, uh, which really didn't help matters any. So when I watched it again, watched it the the whole time for this podcast, um, it 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 held my attention because it was kind of like it almost reminded me of like Zelda. You know, The Legend of Zelda, because you got, like, different oh, tools yeah. for different things. <laughs> and you use the tools at the right time, you know, to make it work. And, and you really don't know what the tools are for until you get into the situation. So, you know, one of those. Yeah, and, and, he, had a, and, he, had, and he had a horse. His name is Uma. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, Uma I didn't even go that far. I just called her a 
Enzo, I'm sorry, I had to do the joke. I hope she doesn't year. listen to this podcast. Not that she would, I'm, but um, well, in her defense, she wasn't very attractive in this film. Okay, all right. I don't think she was. This, I don't see her as this smart scientist person. No, I don't either. Can I ask a question? You may ask in this, as many questions in as this, you want, Chad. In this universe, in this you know facility that they have, that somehow takes place like 20 years into the future, but it was still like 1989. Um, <laughs> how? What's her purpose? Like she's messing. She's she's a biologist messing with plants. Yeah. Didn't By actually way, say what kind of biologist she is. She's just yeah, a she, biologist. She's not a botanist. Which yeah, shouldn't she actual, be a botanist? Yeah, it's, which is the actual word they should have used. She's a biologist. So she, she just studies all living things. You well, know, because science. Well, here, the thing. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get into all that stuff. I mean, if you want to actually answer the question, there is no answer because they don't even answer it in the movie. You know, like Aaron Eckhart walks him in and goes, This is our botany place. Uh, it's, it was our, once our smallest, now it's our most profitable. But what does it do? What do you do? It doing? makes lightning sounds and fans kick up wind. Why? What purpose does that serve at all? That's what's profitable. Right. Like, that's the thing is, like, I literally wrote in my notes, I was like, why do you need to have a room that can make thunder and fake lightning so the plants feel like they're in nature? No, so like, you can use it later on in the grand finale. Exactly. Like, that's the only point of that. Ugh, that's so dumb. <laughs> Continue on, Chad. Sorry. Uh, let's see. What else? What else was I was I gonna bitch about this film? Um, <laughs> well, we've got plenty more to bitch about, but I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm here to say this: I own this movie on DVD, and I am here to not only not to defend that action, but to chastise myself for buying it. So there you go. <laughs> He's yeah. chastising himself. Well. Can't do that in public, that. you know. Well, yeah, I know. I have to go to a little room with a priest or something. Um, oh. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's okay. I, I, I can admit that I made a mistake. I was, I was a different time. I was a kid, you know. I, I bought it. I went, it's not my turn. Are you done, Chad? Uh, I'm done. All right. Feel free to chime in with more bad because we're going to talk about the bad real soon. Corny. All right. So, uh, when this movie first came out, I actually saw it in theaters. And I, I was a fan. <laughs> so what? I did too. I did you really? I saw this yeah. in the theater. We didn't see it in Boone together, did we? No, no, we didn't. Why like, do you go to this to see in the theater? I, it seemed I, interesting. It, it really did. It was actually very different at the time. I mean, you didn't have a lot of the idea of, you know, the guy takes crap apart and all of a sudden he's in trouble for something he didn't do, you know, that kind of thing, or whatever he saw. And I thought it was very interesting. So I saw it, and it might have been because I was with a girl, but, you know, who knows. Uh, most likely not because that just wasn't a thing. And uh, so I liked the movie. And then maybe I've watched it another one or two times over the years, and I had that nostalgia with it. But then I watched it for the podcast, and damn this podcast, I <laughs> hate this movie now. Yeah. <laughs> it got so bad because of this movie. Oh, but, uh, yeah, it just – I'm looking at the uh, rating right now, and – It's a 6.3. 6.3. Yeah, hmm. that seems a little high. This is a little high, a little high my, my, my standards. But there must be a lot of people that just really like love, – Love them some Affleck, i tell you what. Like, like the niche that this thing is, yeah. Sam? Uh, this is the first time seeing this one. Um, I watched it today and uh, 
did not care for it at all. Um, it reminded me of some of the worst '90s action films. The <laughs> the set pieces are there. You know, basically, there was what three sets in this whole thing. You've got the the biology lab. You've got the what is that giant underground bunker office that that guy has? I mean, that's crazy. I don't know. It's it's some it's a real it's a real place. It reminded me of a Bond villain hangout. Yeah, it's some place in Vancouver. I don't know. It's a real yeah. place. It's not like they built that for that location. They yeah. just set dressed it. But it's just it reminded me of all the bad nineties. And then the, then the the outdoor scene. Yeah. There's like yeah, three yeah. locations. There's botany place, bunker, and outdoors. Yeah. So I got bored real quick. Um it tried to be clever with the little items like Chad was talking about. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was just kind of, I don't know. They never really connected really that well. I mean, really, who would give himself hairspray and a lighter to fend off a guy with a gun? How many times did he outrun a, a trigger pull yeah. in this movie? Yeah, A gun has and, a... And, and oh. I, I tell you, I was totally checked out of this movie when... Um, you were totally paychecked out of this movie. <laughs> when he was doing the, uh, the bow practice... With uh, fuzzy curveball guy, uh, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> yeah. Be, be Giamatti. nice to Paul Giamatti. He's the best part of this movie. He really yeah. is. I, I do like him. I, yeah. I didn't say anything negative. He's just he's just fuzzy. He, 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 he was very hairy. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, yeah. I'll be fair. He was very hairy. But it just there's a lot of bad things about this movie. I'm trying to think of what was good. I didn't like Uma Thurman in it. I do like um, Two Face. I thought that was yeah. a he was a good <laughs> bad guy. Um, and he was two facing us too. Ha ha. Maybe this was his audition tape. Maybe. Oh. Um, he wasn't bad at this movie. So you had two face and Batman yeah. in the same movie, uh, and the for, Penguin yeah. with Paul Giamatti. Uh, I, you know, and I'm penguin. I'm going back to it. I don't think the acting was really that bad. I thought they they did as much as they could with a script that was pretty bad. I just I, it surprises me for a John Woo film to be so not cinema. The cinematography is not there. Yeah, you're right. You're right on yeah. that one. The cinematography was bad. Hold on, Corny. Yeah. Did you say that Paul Giamatti was the penguin? I was making a joke, you know, oh. about Batman. And... Well, Uma Thurman is Poison Ivy, so you've got the that three right true. there. <laughs> and then you got Paul Giamatti as the rhino and a useless part in Amazing Spider-Man 2. So you've certainly, we certainly have some comic book connections here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and those are the only four people that matter, really. Well, you got Colin, uh, Colin Fiore. Colin Fior? Colin Farrell. No, not him. <laughs> calm, calm, Fior. He was like Fjord. the the uh, the the right hand man of uh, Aaron Eckhart. He's he, from Mexico. He plays. I don't think so. He plays. Um. Uh, he was uh, in Spider Man Two, and he was also in um, Thor as Laufey. Uh And the Chronicles of Riddick. He's actually really good in the Chronicles of Riddick. So anyway, there you go. Oh, he's in the Amazing Spider Man Two. Sorry. As guy would get shocked by Electro and then brought back to life. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, so, so, okay. Cool. So me. So I what saw about this, you? Yeah. I saw this in the theater back in 2003. Uh, I, I just did. I also saw the other Affleck movie. I also saw some of all fears in the movie theater that year also. I could, I could give you that one. Um, a, a buddy of mine, uh, a buddy of ours, Andrew, was like, dude, you need to go watch this movie. It's kind of kind of scary how quote-unquote believable it is and then i watched the movie and i was like eh, it was kind of a fun movie but i wouldn't use the word believable i'm not really scared that 
some weird neo-Nazi is going to make Russia and the United States launch nukes at each other. But anyway, um, so I watched it in the theater, and I actually really, really liked it. I was really engaged with the idea that, that a guy could use a, basically a time telescope and um, look into the future and then use, give himself little things along the way you know, very Zelda style. Please. I like that, Chad. That was very clever. Uh, very use these things, <laughs> and then he can do whatever he wants, basically. And so then I, so the movie came out, and I bought it on DVD, and I probably watched it two or three times while owning it. But I, I know I haven't watched it since I've been married, and I'm pretty sure I haven't watched it since graduating college. So it's been ten years since I've seen it. So then I watched it yesterday, and realized. This movie does not hold up at all. <laughs> no. The VCR thing was the first thing that smacked me in the face, and I was like, what the hell? 2003 people. Come on. Like, <laughs> DVDs were not only a thing, and I know DVDs didn't last that long because Blu-ray came pretty quickly after that, but still, we had DVD burners in college. Like, you, the four of us probably didn't have access to them because they were like $700, but... That, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that far off to accept the fact that he would have had something like that. You know? Hell, Tebow was like a year later, so come on. <laughs> um, the, so, so, what I, so my initial impression is, is that, though I still laughed at a couple moments, I still laughed at Paul Giamatti being silly. Um, I think half my clips are of him. Um, <laughs> and he's only in the movie like seven minutes. And I still... Uh, some of the things I liked. Um, I thought some of the action was okay, but a lot of it was really useless and pointless. Yes. Um, I thought that the car chase scene was beyond over the top. Oh, I mean, yes. Because like, cause here's the problem with John Woo. He's so used to doing these kind of over-the-top action 90s flicks, like, like Face Off, right? Mm -hmm. Where everything's made of explodium. You know, you shoot a boat, it explodes. Things like that. So then we go into to the 2000s and we've kind of got away from that. And we're in this movie that uses quote-unquote science and a little bit of magic with the time machine, the time telescope. And you're still having cars hitting solid objects, flipping over and exploding into fireballs for some reason. <laughs> like that, that, one, that one chase car that hits the pipe. Which it should have broken the, the little cylinder. It should have gone through it or torn that up. Yeah. Or it uh, just immediately blew up. Yeah. It, just... it didn't make any sense. Exactly. Just why would it? Why would the car explode like that? You know. Um, explodium. It's explodium. All cars are made of explodium. So. Yeah. Um, so the answer. They recalled own... most of them, but apparently they're all over in California. <laughs> and uh, well, in this case, they were in Vancouver. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, they were they were Holy. filming in Vancouver, so. Um, I don't I, I don't know if I answered my own question, but basically I, I I watched this yesterday and it was shaking. I was I was what, what you know I was a hand what's the word? I can't think. Face palming like a third of the movie. <laughs> you know, it's like we need you to So the whole so the premise of the movie, if you missed it from what Catherine said, right? Basically he reverse engineers things, right? So that other companies can make it cheaper, faster, better. Yeah. So my question is this. One, they, they hire him, hot lawyer lady. She was, by the way, the prettiest girl in the movie, I think. Um, the lawyer lady from yeah. Cold Case or whatever she is. 
Um, she's got a large forehead. That's always bothered me about her. Eh, well. She's got other good assets. Picky, picky. I know, right? Um, Makes me think of evil people. So, All evil have large foreheads. So this new technology, right, is, is the 3D screen. Your computer screen. Like, Why the hell you would want that, I don't know. But that's the technology. It's in 3D. Right. I don't want my spreadsheet numbers to come flying out at me. That would be, you know what I'm saying? Like, how unproductive would that be? <laughs> so then he reverses. But you could have a hot lady sending in front of you. I guess. So then he reverse engineers it, right? So then I'm sitting there, and he's doing the Tony Stark thing with the pen, and he's breaking things down. And I'm like, that technology is cooler than the technology you're building now. Absolutely. <laughs> like, What? Like, literally, the technology he's using to reverse engineer this technology <laughs> is better than the technology he's trying to reverse engineer. So then he comes up with this clever thing where he's like, so then I thought, I don't need the screen. And he takes the screen away. So you just got this holographic person. How useless is that? Like, can you type on that? Like, if you type, is she repeating the words? Like... What are you doing with that? Other than the fact that it's a pretty girl that you can poke your finger at. It was... Uh, that's the stuff I had problems with. You know. Um, so there you go. That's 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 it. I'm done. No, I'm not kidding. I'm not <laughs> um, we, we coined the phrase a few weeks ago. I don't know. Hopefully you remembered. If not, um, we call it the Bobo. When there's a, a thing or character that's introduced in the movie... That A, we think is going to serve a purpose, but ultimately doesn't, and then yes. just disappears. Right? Mm -hmm. The Bobo. So, I actually thought that that lawyer chick was going to come back. Like, for some reason. I thought she was going to kind of, whatever. Um, shoot, where was I going with this? I have completely forgotten. Was that the one that had sex with him? Yeah, I thought she oh, was okay. going to come back for some reason. I don't know why. Damn it. You were hoping. I have to think about it as we keep as we keep talking. I had a great Bobo moment in this podcast or for the movie, and I can't remember what it is now. Okay. Well, shoot. Um, what was I going to say? Um, so the other things that I hated in this movie, because we're just going to talk <laughs> about that stuff. <laughs> I hate it when movies do this, and it's not. It's this isn't the only one that's done it. A lot of movies have done this, even. And I'll even say it, even Star Trek did it, and it drives me crazy, is when movies use actual movie footage to represent a security cam, or in this case, a memory. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, well, and I was going to talk about that, too, because in the, in the Wayback Machine, uh, whatever that was. Way Forward Machine. Way Forward, the yeah, telescope. Yeah. I don't know how they could have envisioned it, but... I don't see it like a camera. I don't think it would be seen like a camera like that. You yeah. know, I, well, and I'm almost... not even I, I'm not even talking about that. But that's a good point, Sam. Too, the, like like your intro or someone's intro, like you remember in three in, in third dimension, is like yeah. if they're zapping his memories. They're they're it's like these random camera angles, and they're yeah. and they're camera angles that were from the movie. And I think it would be would have been better if maybe it was from his POV. Right. It's his you know? memory. Yeah, yeah. I, I, because <laughs> otherwise, it makes no sense. Are you looking at it from a fly in the room? Right. Is is the future machine just picking up a point 
you know, that's well, the best cinematography uh, they could make at that time. Well, yeah. So yeah. So if you want to talk about the yeah the time telescope, the time telescope not only shows you with really cool shots, it has a sense of dramatic timing, so that the, <laughs> but the camera will actually go in front of the bullet and then pan around to see Ben Affleck die. Yeah. So. so it's just that stuff. I hate that stuff. Why yeah. it should be in first person. It's your future. Yep. yep. You know, I completely agree. Like, okay. there seems like some kind of motivational poster can come out of what you just said. It's your life. Make it, make it in first person. Yeah. It's your future. Make it first person. <laughs> um, I'll work on that tomorrow alongside of, you can't keep a good robot down. Um, that oh. stuff. Yeah. Sam, you're right. That stuff drives, that drives me crazy. And it's not yeah. just this movie. Just we're making fun of this movie. Uh, a lot of a other, lot of movies do that. Yeah, a lot of know? movies do it, and it drives me crazy. Um, oh, speaking of things that drive you crazy, so uh, today for the first time, uh-oh. again thanks to this podcast, I decided that um, if I saw a computer screen and I knew I would, um, is to take a little, you know, quick pause and see what's actually on on said screen. So when uh, Paul Giamatti is uh, uh, wiping <laughs> Ben Affleck's brain the first mm-hmm. time. And uh, I happened to take a look, and most of it seemed pretty normal, to be honest with you. A couple uh, little um, there was some parameters set there. codes and some things, yeah. yeah. And then what I saw was uh, timeout, and which is pretty indicative of um, your network not you know, talking to something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I kept thinking, well, the reason why the guy bumps the machine and it automatically spikes, you have poor connection. You should probably fix that. That that that'd be my. <laughs> so my I opinion. I love the bumped machine too. Again, that's almost like a Bobo story if you think about it. Because he was like, oh, if you get above, was it thirty nine or, or see, degrees, whatever, some 40, number, yeah. 40, Celsius, 40 yeah, he, he turns into a vegetable, right? Well, he hit that later. Yeah, he was according to that computer, he was well over that. Yeah, he like should have been a vegetable. He yeah. should have been a veg, as he said. A veg. A veg. <laughs> Yeah. Anybody I, else take a, anybody else take offense at the word veg? Like I immediately was like, oh, you can't say that. You can't say veg. <laughs> it didn't bother me. It wasn't like not the way you're saying it. I just didn't like him saying the word. <laughs> you know, I, like I just, the word moist. Some people just don't like the word moist. <laughs> I, to me, it's more like, uh, and this isn't a Paul Giamatti thing. This is just because I we all work with kids essentially. Um, you guys, yeah. Sam or not Sam, uh, Chad. And Corny work with 18 and younger. Sam and I both work with 21 and 2 and younger. I work from 16 to death. (laughs) That's that's fair. (laughs) Um, So anyway, so whatever this generation is and and their, their proclivity for using, for shortening words. I think I've griped about this on this podcast before where they, they say things like, oh, it's just cash. Yeah. Things like that drive me. I don't know why they drive me nuts. And literally, my students will say, "We'll talk like that," and I'll tell them to stop. I'll, they'll, they'll like, I'll, they'll say, they'll say something. I'll go, "Don't talk like that," and they'll give me a look like, "Why not? I can talk how I want to." I'm like, "If you want a job in the real world, stop talking like that." Are you threatening your students for talking? No, I would never do that. It's freedom of speech, ish. Um, <laughs> uh, you have the freedom. But, but, to, you have the freedom to say what you want. You don't have the freedom to be an idiot. Yeah, you also and, and, have the freedom to get ridiculed for saying dumb stuff. Yes. What? Or, you know, having your rebel flag on your truck. According to the U.S., we're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> we're just not go there. But when I will, um, I already played that clip. Um, I was um, gonna, I, well, I was going to go back to what Corny kind of said um, oh. with Paul Giamatti and the, the bumping of the computer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's that important, don't you think 
you'd clear the room. You would keep people back. You would, it just here, seems here. to me an awfully dangerous situation to have clumsy clumsy pants walking around. Here's here's my I'm going to add on to that, okay? Okay. They're doing a dangerous scientific procedure. Where the hell are the doctors? <laughs> Shouldn't there be at least one doctor in there? One. In yeah. case something actually does go bad. Cuz Paul Giamatti, he he's more like the tech, right? Yeah. He's he's the mechanic. He just happens to be working on his brain. But he's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He's not a doctor. He's a mechanic that just uses a computer and a laser on the guy's brain. Kind of so, like Leonardo DiCaprio in uh, Inception. Uh, yeah, I guess. They're, they're putting crazy chemicals into their bodies to go into their dreams. You would think they'd need a doctor. Yeah, yeah. So it's just... Well, there should have been a doctor. And then later on, when Calm Fjord, what's his face, like uses that Errol. gun injection thing, which is also kind of a trope anyway, by itself. Um, they, they, why, like, why does that have to look like a gun? Who knows? But anyway, I guess because it makes it look more menacing. But Which is also like, it looks like the exact same prop he used in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, now that I think about it. You know what he injects? They're the... probably reusing it all over and over again. Maybe it's just his gun. Yeah, it's like Maybe it's his personal of... one. <laughs> <laughs> like in, in his contract, it's like I must use this gun. There's no point in I must use this gun. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he just he didn't use it. As... It's a romantic comedy, and he's got to use his. <laughs> yeah. His gun. You need to get your tetanus shot. What the hell hey, is it... that? Don't worry hey, about it. Hey, in this it. movie, you don't have arms in this movie. I don't care. <laughs> I need I... my gun. Hey, I'm surprised he didn't have it in Thor for somehow. He snuck it in there. I don't know. Um, this is the wrath of Krognar. <laughs> Let me inject you with it. <laughs> I am I am Laufey, and here is my ice gun thingy. <laughs> I don't know. Ice gun? Really? That's what, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we've gotten to at this point. Like he um, fights, fights uh, Thor with Mjolnir, and he takes that gun out, and they're just going to town. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of the casket being that box, that blue box that Loki steals, it's the gun. It's that thing. It's that yeah. needle injection thing. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, <laughs> um, but, but but my point is, is that like, there's no doctor in the room. There should Ben Affleck should immediately go. Where's the doctor? I'm not going near you or that crazy gun that's gonna stick something into my brain without a doctor. Without someone... The only thing I could see that would argue why there's not a doctor is that all of this is completely illegal. But they could, just like we, we mentioned last week, they could find a vet. They could find a gynecologist to, a bad there's, gynecologist to come in and administer the drugs. Wait, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Where are we now? But, I mean, we, we live in movie fantasy world where cars are made of explodium, okay? Yeah. And everyone on his payroll was willing to kill in the middle of the street because Aaron Eckhart told them to. I'm sure he's got an evil doctor on his payroll. I mean... Might, might I, uh, might might I it, add that the bullets were made of explodium, too? <laughs> Uh yeah yeah oh yeah sure they they loved shooting down glass stuff they they just yeah, I mean those you're right I mean those bullets hit stuff and everything flew just the millions of pieces yep everything um like that shootout in the train station where Paul Giamatti <laughs> like says a joke okay hold on let's let's be real if if we're in a situation where bullets are flying we're not we're not make, we're not cracking wise um, <laughs> just, I'm not gonna lie I'm actually I'm thinking in my pants. Sam, Sam probably would. 
<laughs> I don't. I mean, like, I'd probably crack a joke at, at Sam peeing his pants. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Try to defuse the situation. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's one thing if like we're in the mall and we hear gunfire and one of and we're like we kind of look at each other and go time to get the hell out of here and we kind of run away like Scooby Doo. But like if bullets are I get, flying, I'd go straight to the drugstore, get some hairspray and a lighter, <laughs> yeah. and go after them. That's right. We're going after those guys. I'll, I'll get a I'll get a paper clip. Uh, Corny gets the um, what do you get the, the silver dollar? Orange, Juli- orange Julius. Oh, you're gonna get an orange Julius. <laughs> you gotta throw it. Chad's got the soft pretzel. I'm not gonna throw it. I'm I got the soft it. pretzel. Okay. <laughs> Chad's gonna blind yeah. him with the mustard. Um, oh, oh. By well, the way, gonna... this is uh, apparently a pilot from MacGyver. Because that entire bag <laughs> could have taken down a nation. But how much of that stuff in there was sheer luck that he found out? Okay. You know, he accidentally dropped a little bit of water on that matchbox, or the, the matches. Yeah. And it popped out. Well, okay, here's the thing. Maybe he knew that it, that was going to happen. Okay, so here's uh, this is the subject that I, this is something I really wanted to talk about for this podcast. Because I, I find this fascinating. Uh, the concept of quote-unquote time travel in <laughs> movies is... Yes. Interesting, and sometimes movies don't do it very well. No. So, here's the thing. In order for every one of those specific scenarios to have had to have happened, he had to have looked into the future with his machine and saw... It happening? It happening, which means, right, that he would have already had to have given himself those items. Mm-hmm. So we've we've the movie has already created a a, a, a paradox, yeah. I- immediately, or have you guys seen the movie Jumper? Not Jumper. Have you seen the movie Push? No. Corny. No. I got. I figured you would have watched that with me, Chad. You probably haven't watched it either, have you? Ah, uh, no. It's actually a really good Chris Evans kind of weird sci-fi kind of a thing, and it's. If he's not holding a shield, I don't care. He. he uh, what about a telekinetic shield? Okay. Yeah, you with me with now? It's got Dakota Fanning, and I can't remember his name, but he's the tall black guy from Gladiator. You know what I'm talking about? Omeka Omafor? You you know what? Omeka Omafor was a basketball player (laughs) in the NBA, and I applaud you for knowing that, Sam. I don't think you knew that. I think he was trying to say Chetwell. (laughs) No, not Chetwell Etchafor. Not him either. I think Sam was going for that. I see the face. He, um, he's really tall. He was the big athletic. You said the guy in Gladiator, right? Yeah. Um, I'm on it. Uh, we were all on it. It wouldn't be uh, Digimon Hansu. Danny DeVito. That's a TV show. Digimon Hansu. Yeah. It's a terrible ripoff of Pokemon, I believe. I can't say his name. You know what? You, 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 are you guys seeing who I'm seeing? D-J-I-M-O-N. Digimon. Digimon? Maybe Digimon. Jimon. Jimon Hansu. Hunsu. Anyway. I like he's he, anyway, he's the bad guy in the movie, right? So the idea is that yeah. like all these people have like these specific sets of powers. So Chris Evans can specific set of skills. Yeah. Chris Evans has um telekinetics, so he can like move things with his mind or whatever. Uh, Dakota Fanning can see the future. Um and there everyone else has like these specific um kind of whatever is that they can do and people that can push they can literally look into your eyes and implant an idea in your brain that you think is real and that idea could even mean so like twilight twi- uh what what do you mean twilight you know that all the vampires have like a special yes gift yes kind of like twilight yeah that's scary that chad knows that it is 
I am actually ashamed that I know that. that that's okay, pal. Um, it's no, no, it's, no, it's actually no, not okay. No, Chad, Chad. No, don't condone that. No, don't I'm gonna, that. Not only no. am I going to condone it, Chad, that you and I can form a support group because you've seen the movies, obviously, because your wife liked them and you watched them because you're a good husband, right? Yeah. The, yeah, that's what we're going to say. Yeah. Right? That's that's what we're going to go with. That's the story we're going to go with. We've not watched them individually on our own. We watched them because our wives made us. Right? Sure. No, that's that, not You can sure. say that all you want. No, that's the truth. But I'm gonna... That's the truth. And because my wife asked me to, and I'm a good husband, I read the first two books. After that, I said no more. I can't help wow. you there, buddy. That's fine. I. She said... She said, I, I want you to read these so you understand why I like them so much. And I read them, and I said, I don't understand. And she said, well, thank you for reading them. They weren't hard reads or anything. But anyway. Well, then she slapped you. <laughs> so the point I'm trying to get to. I liked to, it better when it was called you know, Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, that was the fanfic. Yeah. And, of course, you like that. The point that I'm trying to get to <laughs> is that in the movie Push and in Twilight, they, the people that can see into the future, Alice can see into the future in Twilight, and Dakota Fanning's character can see into the future in push but she could only go in the future up into a decision right she can see what's going to happen until someone hasn't made the decision yet does that make sense mm -hmm. like i know that corny because i can read his mind blah blah, blah is going to you know finish his podcast and he's going to go to bed and he's going to do all these things but until he makes the decision tomorrow at noon what he's going to have for lunch i don't know what he's going to do yet does that make sense mm -hmm. okay so the way that my brain is trying to comprehend this movie is that thing, that same concept, is that he is watching this thing, and then he gets to the point where he dies in the weird spinning chair of death uh, in the stupidest FBI room ever, where <laughs> why the hell does the fire alarm unlock the chair, spew such noxious gas and lights that the people inside the room can't escape? This is literally a room of death. That room's on fire. You are screwed. <laughs> hey, why is he smoking in the building? I'm pretty sure there's a whole no smoking policy in that building. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a federal building. 2003, sure, just smoke. It's fine. So that's the point, though, is that he had to have known that that would happen. But how could he have known that would happen unless while he was standing at the machine, he injected different scenarios? I, I, I know. I know. You, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Yes, yeah. I know why. Mm -hmm. Why? I know exactly why. Because he's Batman. Oh. <laughs> because I'm yeah. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's the problem with the movie, is that... That's pretty good, Sean, by is the way. Is that the, 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 the only thing that makes sense to my brain is that he literally stood in that machine and looked at himself and then got to a problem. Uh-oh. There's a problem here. There's a guy with a gun. So now I have to make the decision that I'm going to mail myself... What could I use as a weapon? Pink hairspray and a big-ass lighter. Okay, I've made the decision now that I'm going to put that in the bag. Now I can see myself cooking that guy's face off with, this, with the thing. Okay, now I get to this next problem. What do I, the train's going to run me over. Okay, I have to make the decision to put a paperclip so I can stop the train. Like That's the only way my brain can accept it. Whether yeah. or not John Woo was smart enough to, to do that, I don't know. But, but yet... When the guy at the end decided to look into his future mm -hmm. and saw him blowing the hell up, could he not have changed that somehow? Maybe because it was, no. so, it was so fast. 
It was so, so yeah. it was yeah. so close in the immediate future that yeah. he could not do anything. Yeah. Basically, that led to uh, what we learned for the episode. Uh, I can go and say it now, but I, I wrote what we learned for the episode is that you can't change the future unless you're the hero. Yep. I mean, that's True. basically kind of what I learned. Um, so there, that, that, I mean, that, that was yeah. the thing. I, I liked wanted. how Skynet took over and uh, nuclear bombs started dropping. <laughs> that was crazy, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, <laughs> and the whole microfiche was kind of funny. Did you guys notice this? This is one thing I thought was actually interesting. You know, he makes the joke, oh, I, I use an extra stamp. I guess I can afford the extra 50 cents. They, they guessed that inflation of stamps would make it to 50 cents by this point in time, but we're still using VCRs. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. Anyway, they thought they'd be all futuristic well. by using a Honda Element as a, uh, as a taxi. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> um, <sighs> I got a couple clips I'm going to play real quick, uh, and then we'll get to the trivia. Do you have anything else you guys need to talk about this movie and, and things that bothered you? No, you know what? But why not have the? Uh, sorry, I said no. No, realized. but these things. <laughs> why not uh, invent the technology for the uh, mind wipe thing that um, uh, Men in Black have? Oh, the neuralizer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't or know. why not give yourself a giant wood stove uh, door to put under your shirt <laughs> when the guy shoots you in the chest? Yeah, I mean. There's, well, he couldn't have snuck that out of, he couldn't have mailed that to himself. But while yeah. they were on the outside, he keeps having these dreams of this moment. Why doesn't he go to the army surplus store and buy some Kevlar? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm, well, I'm, why not dismantle the gun that you know the guy's going to use? Well, I think it's because that CGI dub got in his face and he didn't know what to do. That's the moment I'm, this movie dropped below a five for me mm -hmm. was when he dodged the bolt. What at the end? Oh, God. If you go back yeah. and look, he dodged the bullet. His watch said go, and in slow motion, the guy shoots the gun yeah. before he even starts to jump away. Yeah. I was like, no, you lost me there, Woo. No, thank you. Well, it's actually pretty good if it took it that long for it to lose you. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, well, I mean, I, I meant it was steadily dropping from a 10. Let oh. me just tell you that uh, throughout <laughs> the entire movie. But that was that was when I was like, I'm done with this crap. There, there's no more I want to see. That's interesting. I think we've talked about this before. Like you start at a ten, and then as the movie goes, it either drops below or or stays or or. I mean, obviously, no movie's going to be a ten, mm -hmm. except for you, maybe Jurassic Park. But um, no, no, even Jurassic Park would have flaws. Maybe like a nine point five or something like that for you. I give it, yeah. Oh well, I don't know, dude. Um, yeah, I know, yeah. Rewatchability, yeah. yes, but something like Shawshank would get higher than than Jurassic Park yeah, in terms of a, as in terms of a, a cheap seat review glasses review. And that's and that's fair. The the what I was saying yeah. is like I kind of start everything at like a six, and then can you oh, work okay. your way up from there? And this movie <laughs> didn't. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Chad, you still there? We haven't heard from you in a while. Oh yeah, I'm still here. Have you done your thing? I'm just. Uh, which thing? The thing where you have to hang up <laughs> and call yourself back. Oh, that thing. Are we at an hour? Uh, yes, we're at 50 minutes. Oh, there he is. <laughs> oh, so um, actually, that's very interesting. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a, that's interesting, though. We haven't talked about this before. How, how, do we, uh, how do we go about 
assessing our uh, points for the movie. Our our, uh, our vote. Yeah, I, I well, it's hard to do it on a, on, a, on a scale across the board for me because some of these movies I've seen and some of them I haven't. So like my rating of Wolf of Wall Street was literally I'm just gonna start at a five. I have no expectations. And then as yeah. the movie went along, I'm like, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. This is pretty good. This part didn't like, but this game like you know. So whereas this movie, yeah. I already had in my mind because I'd seen it a, a bunch of times a long time ago. So like my mind was like, this is gonna be a seven or an eight because this movie was fun. And then from there, it just took the big roller coaster drive down the hill, you know. So <laughs> it just depends on my preconceived notion of the movie, you know. Like like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I had no clue what that movie was about. I had I went into it at like a five. Just we're just gonna start at a five and just go from there. And I had a good time with it, you know. And and I was really pleased yes. when I, when it ended at like an eight or whatever. I said. Um, what about you, Corny? You asked the question. Yeah. Uh, well, um, for me, I, it's about how much the movie keeps my attention. The the more it keeps my attention, the higher my number goes. So, if uh, I'm watching, say this movie, um, and Halfway through it, I'm wanting to play uh, Black Ops. That's uh, not going to be a high number. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So yeah, which is why um, yeah, a movie like um, Drinking Buddies, which I actually rated pretty high, because it kept my attention. I, I know it's very weird, but it did. Yeah. So well, you had to pay attention because you couldn't hear any of the dialogue. That's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> it's hard to explain to people that that because when like because I having worked in movies like I understand how the thing works whatever and they're like oh it's just him being art- artistic no you can be artistic with camera angles you can't fake bad sound I mean you know what I'm saying M Night Shyamalan has made a career off of being off of weird camera angles and we just call it artistic <laughs> you know what I'm saying. As opposed to terrible. As opposed to terrible. Like I rem- I'll never forget this. I no, never- his he visually M Night Shyamalan visually is amazing. Yeah. Writing except for not so much. Except for Airbender, which was still terrible. <laughs> um, regardless, it looked bad. Everything about it was, was terrible. But like the sixth sense. Well, I mean, it, it came from a bad story, well, so you can't really. Ooh, hold on. Mm. You're about to make two people very mm. upset. Um, that was very unfortunate, uh, Sam. Uh, Chad, are you back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, how are you? <laughs> Cordy is threatening Sam with a dinosaur toy. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is really great. The only thing I have to uh, threaten you with is the uh, the ghost of... Uh, what's his name from... Get that uh, R2-D2 with a happy birthday. <laughs> That's all I have. This is also great for radio. Um, Great for listeners who can't see the video stream. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're all idiots. We apologize. Um, oh, this. All right, so it was I'm a up, different time. It was a different time. I, I do have some more. I, I have a couple of clips that that I, I'm going to keep forever because of this movie. Uh, and I thank you for that. Um, <laughs> I'm trying the, to think if there's anything last thing I want to say about this movie before I do the clips and trivia. Um, I, nope. I still can't remember the Bobo moment, and I, I remember having one. Um, but whatever. Anyway. No, didn't you say the lawyer was the Bobo moment? Well, yeah, kind of, because I thought she was going to come back and have some kind of meaningful impact later on. Um, but I thought there was another part, and I just can't remember what it was. Paul Giamatti was almost a Bobo, because he just shows up, and then he's yeah. like, and also he's like, at the end of the movie, like, well, wait a minute, where did you come from? 
Um, it's okay. Uh, I think I think of. Oh, another thing I had issues with in the car chase scene. And the guy's like, oh, he's making it for the tunnel. And then he comes out of the tunnel and the helicopters are like, what, we give up? Wait a minute. That didn't make any sense to me. It just, it didn't, it wasn't like he traveled underground for like six miles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, like it, just, it, just hover and wait. You'll find them eventually. Right. It seemed like he wasn't underground because it, it, like it shows him underground. Then they, she, she hits the cop in the face with her helmet, which was kind of fun. And then they just. Oh, that was so dumb. Well, yeah, no offense, but no, it was. She so. threw it at him, and and it, you could see it coming. For God's sake! Oh yeah, yeah. Not even that. The guy drove the car into this thing. Like, no, just 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 stop. Just yeah. Don't tell me where this thing ends up, and then go. Yeah, just drive around. It was yeah, it was real dumb. Just or just stop at the entrance and just send someone else that hasn't blown up to the other side. But you, Sam, that's yeah. your, that's what you're saying earlier, Sam. Like. This movie still stinks of the 90s, of 90s action. Yeah, And you guys absolutely. know I love me some 90s action, but... I love the 90s action, not the 2000s trying to be 90s action. Yeah, it just it didn't work for this movie. I just, I don't know why, but in this movie, it didn't work. And I guess maybe because this movie is supposed to be set in a future, you know, where we have flip phones and VCRs um, and 3D screens, but... It, it didn't work for me at all. It just didn't work for me. But you know what did work for me? Aaron, Aaron Eckhart saying things. Give up three years of my life? Not give up. Trade. Three years in return for the rest of your life. One big paycheck. Ah. Done. Ah, ding, yeah, ding. Ding. That's twice That's in the movie. twice. Yep. Um, this was fun. What were you doing exactly? I was eating pie. <laughs> so I now have forever. I was eating pie. <laughs> and by the way, we all know that would be what would happen. Oh my gosh. They came in with a gun. What were you doing? I was eating pie. Was pie. So now I can do this. Stop eating my sesame cake. Sorry, I pie. was. I was eating pie. Yeah, see? I can do that for <laughs> I just, it makes me laugh. It's, it's. I was eating pie. <laughs> Just like the way he says it. Okay. Um, Paul Giamatti being kind of funny. No, 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 no. Don't you leave me alone. What? You'll be fine. Talk. Mingle. I don't want to mingle. I don't want to mingle. But the beginning of that clip, I laughed out loud when I was recording it. So now I captured this, and I have now this forever. No, 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 no. Don't Whenever Sam says something like Joe Pesci was in uh, The yeah. Gladiator. There you go. <laughs> hold, hold on. <laughs> what was that, Sam? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> what, so what were you doing? I was eating pie. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Just, you know, eventually we're going to get to a point where you can like have like entire conversations with yourself. Well, you know... Yeah. I think he does. It guys. was a different like time. <laughs> hey, Sean, who who prompted you to do this? The devil. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know that this movie is based on stupid <laughs> book. So. <laughs> uh, sorry. Oh. Sorry. Uh, 
You know, there, there. I, I do have to. I'm a little disappointed that you didn't find a certain montage in this scene or in this movie. Was there? You know what? They avoided all montages. I they, believe it was the montage of him uh, doing his techie uh, engineering oh, right. of the computer. Oh, you are so right. Right, it was the yep. opening uh, credits montage of him doing the thing that he does for a living. Uh, again, with the better tech than what he was inventing. <laughs> but the other thing I thought was strange is like they gave him, like they they had him next to each other, and that stupid guy in a suit goes, "This is all you did." Like, what the hell? You couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, so it'd be kind of like watching a DVD film of how to make cassette tapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. Now that you've said that, that reminds me. So I work at a uh, uh, community college, and um, we, we have various bits of tech. And um, so we, for um, accessibility purposes, we have a computer that will screen read and talk to you and tell you, you know, things. Uh, and you guess, what the, guess, what, the, guess what the instructions are on? Tape. An actual cassette uh-huh. tape. The instructions... In 2015, or on a cassette tape. Please explain to me why this makes sense. Wow. That's awesome. I still have overhead projectors in my building, so... Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, what was... Uh, where am I? Uh, this. Technobabble. We knew Decker was trying to design something, but when he sold his plans, he wasn't even halfway done. I don't understand. Decker was working at JPL on a laser-enhanced lens. He claimed the lens was powerful enough to see around the curvature of the universe. Decker believed that if you could see around a curve that went on forever, you would end up back where you started, looking at yourself. Except you're not looking back at yourself now, in the present. No, you are not. You're looking at the future. The future! Does that make and, sense and, to and anyone? It, and that, that laser is going to see dynamic, entertaining <laughs> um, aspects of that picture. Casino. Oh, and not only that, but yeah, yeah, exactly. In 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 very very nice angles, um, it will show you newspaper clips that are just the screenshot of the newspaper. <laughs> so dumb. Like the 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 nuke going off. Where is it? A camera in the sky? Is it from a helicopter? Like, where is that coming from? Is that the, the is that future. Ben Affleck's future? Is he standing on some blimp as the nuke goes off? <laughs> I don't know. Just I think we're I think we're beating this this poor horse. Yeah, we're beating it. So we're beating it to death. So I'm gonna play this. So you're saying he sent himself a different set of personal items, ones he'd selected after using the machine, and nothing our security would flag. Everyday things. Yes, this was the combined movie. with the power of foresight, transform Michael from engineer to escape artist. I'm pretty sure that was probably in the trailer at some point too. Um, and then the last one was this. Oh, you remember the birds. Well done. You can see into the future, and all you remember are, are Polly and Tweety over there. Why don't you remember something that would make us rich? Tom I? Wait a second. Wait a second. So, of course, wait, what does he use? Wait a tick. Of course, he does, the, uh, he does the, the trope of this horrible thing that I have to destroy, which um, has a self-destruct button. For Might as well have. Why do things have to have a self-destruct button? Anyway. Um, Did it, have, it didn't have a self-destruct. I mean, it had liquid nitrogen. Right, but he used a bullet and a thing. Hydrogen. Um, what was liquid hydrogen? Liquid nitrogen, wasn't it? I thought it was nitrogen. 
Yeah. I thought it was hydrogen. Well, liquid something cold. Liquid some yeah. type of gas. Yeah, something that was. Yeah, I think it was it was nitrogen to cool it off. Right. Liquid beer. Right. So, the the point being is that basically he had a method of which to destroy it. Like it seems like there's always these doomsday things, or there's always some kind of way to destroy it. But who knows? Anyway. Uh, but yeah, of course, then there's the trip that he had to use it to make himself rich, because why not? Well, wouldn't you? Um, well, yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Tropes, uh, sidekick is invisible trope, running people over to foot chase, douchey attorney general just wants the evil thing. Uh, that's kind of a specific for this movie, but it's like the the, the government wants The government it. needs it, yes. yeah, yeah. To, to protect their interests, right, yeah, because the, the U.S. government can be trusted with a lot of things. Um, you know who, like our guns. Yeah, but you know who can be trusted? Audible.com. Audibletrial.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. <laughs> I say the devil. And, uh, <laughs> no, audibletrial.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews, where you can get this book called Paycheck. Um, and and who's, many, the, who's the author there? By Philip, Philip K. Dick is the author. Um, <laughs> you bunch of children. <laughs> um, he's written other really great works um, that you should check out. A lot of good sci-fi that he's done. Um, yeah, so his check... his, uh, his popularity is rising. It really is. Um, uh, he was the the the, the brain behind um, what's it called the the movie Blade Runner and several other really. Oh, I heard movies. that movie was rock solid. It is. <laughs> so you can get, competition you... is really stiff in that market. Uh, so you can get that book. <laughs> Or many others with a free audiobook <laughs> and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash seat reviews. Oh, we're such boneheads. So everybody just everybody just stand up right now. Just get nice and tall, nice and erect, and go to audible.com right now. That's right. Uh, unless you're driving, then don't do that. Matt Damon was originally considered for the Matt part Damon. of Michael Jennings, but turned it down because it was too similar to The Born Identity. Just before Michael starts his second project, he comments, he comments on the Red Sox making the World Series. Although the film was released in 2003, it is set in 2004 and, accurate, dun, dun, dun. and accurately predicts the Red Sox making the World Series, although they actually did win it that year. Um, bum, bum, bum. Maybe they did see the future. Uh, maybe. It's just like Back to the Future 2 predicted the uh, upcoming World Series, which is kind of funny. Um, well, they haven't predicted it yet because it hasn't happened yet, but you know what I'm saying. Was it? They were, yeah, anyway. Ben Affleck, Aaron Eckhart, and Uma Thurmer, as we mentioned earlier, are all in the DC universe. I'm not going to read that whole thing. And the year before, Ben Affleck appeared in Some of All Fears as Jack Ryan, a role previously played by Harrison Ford. This film is based shortly on the He's from book. Sweden, too. Uh, whose Ford. work also inspired Blade Runner, also starring Harrison Ford. So there's your Harrison Ford, Ford connection. Uh, soundtrack, I gave this an S.A. for spy action. Um, bum, bum, bum. This was John Powell. Uh, John Powell's score. He's the guy that did um, um, Sam, our favorite, one of our favorite scores. He did How to Train a Dragon. Okay. Um, ah. The one years. that should have won that year. The one that should have won that year. So yep. he is a Oscar-nominated... Um, the one that Chad still hasn't seen. Yep. <sighs> still hurts my soul every time you say it. Um... And what did I learn? Well, I already told you what That's I learned. That's impossible. You can't change the future unless you're the hero. All right. Top three. Ooh. 
<laughs> sounded like somebody's balloon got let go or something. It was um, the scene where the kid's balloon gets shot. It's very sad. There you go. Oh, that's a trope too. You know, like they're in a mall and the kid comes up and pretends to have a gun and then the guy shoots it and the balloon pops. That's a trope. Well, if you're Gene Wilder, you shoot the kid. Oh, no, you don't shoot the kid. You turn around and he shoots you in the, yeah. the ass. <laughs> There's another movie they do that. What is it? Inter- inter- uh, Interspace, they do that. Which is, anyway. Um, so top three. We picked the top three amnesia films. Um, Whether well, you like them or not. That's right. Chad. Um, actually, my computer is running really, really slow. Um, come back to me. Okay. Corny. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with um, Goku because they did have a couple of movies. Goku, the Super Saiyan. Okay. Sure. Why not? They made those movies. Yeah. But he's you know, he's an amnesiac. He's an amnesiac. <laughs> okay. All right. Hancock. The yeah. Yeah. I saw Elizabeth that one. Film. Yeah. I actually like that film a lot. I actually did too. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, number one, I guess well, that's we might the one all have this. Scarlett oh, Johansson's really hot in that one too. She's not in that movie. <laughs> it's no. it's no brows. No, no, it's not. It's not Claire Danes either. It's um, who's it? Charlie Theron. Yeah, it's Charlie Theron. Oh, yeah. Charlie Theron. Yeah. She no, I'm not. Th- I think she has eyebrows. Scarlett Johansson. Barely. Um, and then Jason Bourne uh, of Supreme. Uh, Born Identities yeah. series. Thank you. Okay. I is done. Sam. <laughs> okay. Um, my number three. Nope. Has to be. It's a tie between two movies, and they're both the same series. Uh, the Hangover one and two. Uh huh. It's it's basically <laughs> the same movie over again in the second one. But God, I have not laughed so hard as I ever have laughed in a movie theater for that second one. So love those. Um, then I go serious with number two uh, with Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And then number one, I've got Finding Nemo. There you go. Chad, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, you know, the Born, Born Identity series. Yep. Um, uh, Finding Nemo and Total Recall. Total Recall. Ah. Right. Which one? The first Not, one. The <laughs> first one. First. Well, the second one looks pretty, but is terrible. Yeah, uh, but I kind of want to do it for this podcast for that reason. Um, <laughs> kind of like Taylor Lautner. Yeah, that's funny, yeah, that's funny. Uh, oh, I I, I picked four because I just assumed that everyone would pick Born Identity, so I went with and Corny. I'm kind of surprised you didn't pick this one, Wolverine from X Men. Yeah, yeah. You went with Goku over Wolverine from X Men. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I have my reasons. Of course you do. Uh, I also chose Hancock. And my number one was a Jet uh, Jackie Chan movie, and it's literally called Who Am I? <laughs> and who, who, I think who, who, who? <laughs> yeah. Who am I? <laughs> Thank you for continuing on. Uh, what were, what I couldn't was, stop. What were you going to say, Corny? I said I couldn't stop. No, you said I said Who Am I by Jackie Chan, and then somebody was going to say something, and then Chad started singing. Oh, uh, oh, I was going to say I think you're making this up. I think I'm making what up? That's a movie. The movie? No, no. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's okay. You're not Sam. I'm, I, I apologize. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. What? That is fair. <laughs> um. Well, there you go. That's it. Uh, top three. There, there. Those there. No. In the, in the books. In the books. No email tonight. Oh. Except that I got an email alert saying that 
Um, Sam signed in? No, no. It was, uh, it was a Twitter alert. Um, oh. That's okay. So it twit- twittered you? Uh, no, it was... Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. It was a Twitter thing. Um, Are we getting so, kicked off Twitter already? No, no. <laughs> no. Um, Chad, out of 10. Yes. This is where we do our out of 10. Where we give it a rating of, of 0 to 10. 10. Well, I'm going to have to give it... You know, it, it really did keep my interest. And even though Uma Thurman was not very attractive, I think it was the hair. I'm really sure it was the, the, the stringy hair. Yeah, and the drug addict hair, yeah. The drug addict hair, yeah. Um, it did keep my attention. It, um, I like Aaron Eckhart for reasons unknown. Um, he's just he an play. interesting guy, you know. Like he's it's not every day you see a guy with a butt on his face. I mean, he but between between him and <laughs> Affleck, they've got some pretty strong chins. Yes, they do. You know, like they 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 are chiseled faced men. That is that was that must have been in the casting call. We are looking for chiseled faced men. men. We want we want to find someone that if you punch him in the face, it's going to hurt your hand. Yeah. In all seriousness, there's a it's it's kind of a cheesy movie, whatever, but it's called Battle L.A. or Battle Los Angeles. And, See, you and I disagree on this one. And, and you didn't like it because of shaky cam. Yeah. Right? I, I like the movie fine. And basically, it's like a a recruitment video for the Marines. Because I love Aaron Eckhart in that. Because he's this old, grizzled Marine who kicks complete ass. It's pretty I actually like it for that. So out of 10, I'm going to have to go with a, probably a 6. Okay. Oh, okay. That's fair. I mean, that's about what IMDb has right now. Uh, corny. Well, let's see. Uh, again, maybe Chia, you know, CSR existed in 2004. <laughs> movie's probably getting about a seven and a half. Uh, now I I can't go above a five and a half. It was, I mean, like I said, most of it was <laughs> kind of bad, and uh, I lost interest very quickly. As a matter of fact, there was about a good ten minutes where I had to decide to finish the movie as opposed to just faking my way through it because I remember it. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, I would rather watch this, um, than, well, uh, rubber. So, I mean, this isn't going to be in our top, our bottom 10 ever. I mean, this no. isn't, this isn't the worst, <laughs> the top of, of the 10 worst films we've seen. Um, there are better, act, there are better nineties action flicks than this. Certainly. Um, mm-hmm. triple yeah. toe corny. I'd rather watch Commando than this again. Oh, God, yeah. You know? Commando was awesome. Commando is hilarious. For (laughs) some of the wrong reasons, but they're still hilarious. Um, I just want... I just want... Sam, you haven't watched it yet. You've not seen Commando. No, I haven't seen Commando. As soon as it gets on streaming, we're watching it. The moment it hits streaming, we're watching it. Because you have to see the barracks that are made out of gasoline. (laughs) These buildings are made of, like... Gasoline and explodium. I mean, he throws one grenade in this thing, and it goes up like Independence Day, the White House. It's crazy. Uh, Sam, your your rating. I'm going to give this one a four and a half. Oh, you Uh, really didn't like it. Yeah, four and a half random gadgets given to me from myself in the (laughs) past and the future um, out of ten. Okay. I bet three of them are uh, things to say about Sean. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Little notes to myself. Yeah, this slap. This would be funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just didn't like it. I was bored. I, I, I just had a really hard time enjoying this one. It was a, uh, it wasn't any fun and it was stupid. Yeah. So uh, that was my. 
I'm gonna, my reasons. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a six. I don't know. I pretty much spent the last hour completely bashing this movie, mm-hmm. and which is fair because it deserved it. Um, it deserved it a, a good scolding. I, I I I say six because I I still had some fun with it. I st- I think if you don't have Paul Giamatti in it to bring it up just a little bit, it's a yeah. really really bad film. Um, now it's just kind of a mediocre film. Um, ben Affleck has even gone on TV and said that this is he didn't even like making this movie. Um, but a lot of people have said that about John Woo because he doesn't speak English, so it's hard to work with him. So anyway, um, six. Well, <sighs> what corny? You gonna no, try to no, talk no. me down off my six? No, 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 not at all. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say six. I'm with Chad. It was enough that that I don't know. If this was the first time viewing it, I might have been. This might be like a four. I almost yeah. feel like part of it's like because I used to have a good time with the movie. You know, it's like <laughs> we used to have a good time, so you're gonna get some little bonus credit for that or something. I don't know. Yeah, and maybe that's why I'm I'm just bull. But that's probably true. <laughs> I mean, you know. that's that's fair to say. Um, that's it. That's our podcast. Cool. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing next week? Next week. Now, we remember uh, a few weeks ago, we there was the sad news of James Horner's passing. And it was said on the podcast that we should do a, James, a movie that James Horner uh, did the score for. Absolutely. Um, which uh, I, I, I went through uh, Netflix as best as I could to find said movies. And I couldn't find one that was like a, a genuinely great um, James Horner score. You know? Like, yeah, it, it, it didn't have uh, Apollo 13 or um, it does have Star Trek 2, but I, I, I'm not going to put you guys through that. Um, I thought the second one was a good one. Second it one is a good one. It's the, the best one it is the best one. But if you don't want to watch another Star Trek film, because we've already done two for the podcast, right. I wasn't going to do it unless we want to do it in the future, which is fine. But it's one of my favorite scores. Are we gonna Are we gonna tell ourselves in the future to do it? <laughs> we can. Uh, so the movie that uh, that I picked, and we have uh, some time to make a change if we want to. But right now, it's uh, Patriot Games, the uh, oh, the Harrison okay. Ford, um, uh, uh, Clancy movie. What's his he name? was? Oh, isn't this the? I thought this was the. Um... Okay, never mind. Tom Clancy movie. So this is yeah. This will be our second, Jack uh, third Jack Ryan movie. Okay, that's what I was trying to get at. I yeah. thought it was a Jack Ryan. I didn't know. Did, I guess Tom Clancy does Jack Ryan stuff. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I thought he was just uh, Rainbow Six stuff. Yeah. But, well. Yeah. Okay. So this yeah. So this will be our third, uh, one. And in order to get the last actor, we'll eventually have to do some of all fears. Um, if, if we want wait, to. wait, do we get a free movie if we do all? <laughs> I, we get them all? I don't know. Or maybe We're gonna get a discount, yeah. So, so yeah, Patriot Games will be our movie next week. All right, um, so there you go. I, I also added a bunch of other movies to the list, and Ooh, stay, I'll have to check out. yeah, stay tuned for that. I've already I've already teased the new Transformers movie and, and Noah, um, Terminator's now on there, yeah, that'd be a good one. Oh, yeah, so. So look for, look for those. If you have a movie that you would like for us to do, please send your email. That's oh. not the right button. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> no angry this week? No, no angry Scotsman this week. No. We must have worn him out two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed Sharknado, our commentary episode of Sharknado. It was, uh, if, if, if it was as much fun to listen to as we had making it, um, <laughs> then that was then it's a good time. Uh, if you don't like that type of thing, well, that's what the rest of these shows are for. But yeah, that's but, why we only do it every so often. Yeah. Uh, if, so if you have an, a movie or, a, or anything, hell, we've not even done an episode of a TV show. That's really whatever worth commentating. Game of Thrones, yeah. Uh, well, no, so he has, he has to be. Oh, uh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Because <laughs> the whole time we're just be going, well, that guy died. That sucks. Oh, that girl just got raped. That stinks. Anyway. Um, <laughs> hey, I like this guy. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's oh, no. Because remember, guns don't kill people. George R.R. R. Martin kills people. Kills people. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, so send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. If you have any requests, we would love to hear them, read them. And accept them. Um, we uh, follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. You may follow me at Sean J Allred at Suniji sixteen at Sam uh, at Johnny Darko sixteen Corny and at Maestro underscore Evans for Chad. Uh, you may also visit our website CheapSeatReviews.com. Facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews is our Facebook page. Leave us a review there on iTunes and or Stitcher. And on behalf of Chad. Corny, Sam, this is Sean saying goodnight. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being, for making us a part of your day, wherever you may be listening. And thanks again for your support.